Hey friends, and welcome to episode 207 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, time management coach and author of Time Management Essentials. I'm so glad you're here with us to kick off a brand new year. Today on this special New Year's episode, we're diving into something that I know many of us struggle with as we flip the calendar to a fresh year. And that's the feeling of being completely overwhelmed. About a week ago, I sent a message to a group text with seven other working moms asking the question, hey, y'all, just curious, how many times have you felt overwhelmed in the last week? Responses ranged from 487 to 11,000 to the limit does not exist. And then one friend just sent a bunch of like those head exploding emojis. You know what I'm talking about, right? That sense of having so much to do, so many expectations to meet, and so many goals we want to achieve, that it all feels overwhelming. Like standing at the bottom of a mountain, looking up at the peak, and wondering how on earth you're going to make it to the top. Sometimes it just seems easier to just stay at the bottom and spend another year playing it safe and just doing what you can to avoid the overwhelm instead of conquering it. And that's the thing about overwhelm. If we don't address it, if we don't find ways to manage it, it can really take a toll, not just on our productivity and time management, but on our overall well-being. It can lead to wasted time, endless procrastination, and before you know it, another year has gone by with no real progress on those big, important goals or even the small ones. Everything's just kind of the same. But don't worry, because that is not going to be us this year. Because today, I'm going to share with you a simple yet incredibly powerful tool that can help you cut through that overwhelm and give you a clear path forward. So today, we're talking about how tackling overwhelm, instead of hiding from it, can transform our time and help us chase dreams in the new year. You'll hear about why doing the one-word challenge is truly time well spent to set your direction for the next 12 months. I'll share fun ways to choose your very own focus word that expresses what you want to experience. And then finally, I'll cover how to use a single word, just one, to propel you through the year with purpose and intention. And because I know you're probably making the most of your time and you're listening in the car while you're running errands or you're doing stuff around the house, I know it might be a little inconvenient for you to stop what you're doing and take notes. But don't worry, I've got you covered. You can find all the details from this episode over in the show notes, plus links to any of the resources I'll mention. Today's show notes can be found over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 207. All right. It's about time we get started, so let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. 
So what exactly is that simple yet incredibly powerful tool that can help you cut through the overwhelm and give you a clear path forward? It's a concept that might be new to some of you, and it's something that I find truly exciting. And it's called choosing a word of the year. This is a practice that has gained a lot of momentum in recent years, and for good reason. Imagine having a single word, a simple yet powerful term that can guide your decisions, influence your actions, and align your goals for the entire year. It's like choosing a theme song for your life's journey over the next 12 months, but in this case, it's just a word. So you might be wondering, how could a single word have any kind of impact on something as big as overwhelm? Well, first of all, having a word of the year acts like a lighthouse in the fog of our daily lives. In a world where we're constantly bombarded by distractions, choices, and demands, it's easy to lose sight of what we truly want. Our word of the year serves as a constant reminder of our priorities and intentions. It's not just a word, it's a mantra, a focal point that brings us back to our path whenever we start to drift off course. And why is this focus so crucial? Well, without it, our goals and aspirations become like puffballs on a dandelion in the wind, scattered in a whole bunch of different directions. When we're not focused, we're more likely to get distracted. We take on tasks and commitments that don't align with our core objectives, leading us down paths that stray pretty far from where we originally intended to go. We say yes to too many things, we chase the shiny things, we grease the squeaky wheels, and we put out whatever fire is right in front of us at the moment. And to make matters worse, all of this distraction and drifting leads to, you guessed it, overwhelm. We spread ourselves too thin. Our energy and our efforts are diluted making it harder to achieve any of the goals we set for ourselves or get much of anything done. It feels like we're moving half an inch forward in 27 different directions, and we feel like we're working hard, but it also feels like we're not getting anywhere. And then that lack of progress feeds a pretty yucky cycle of frustration and disappointment. It looks like starting a year with high hopes and then wondering where the time went and why we didn't achieve what we set out to. And a lot of times we blame our lack of progress on not having enough time, when really it was not having enough focus. Overwhelm is not just about having too much to do and not enough time to get it all done. It's also about not knowing what should take priority. When we don't have direction, everything seems equally important and urgent. This indecision and confusion are often what lead to procrastination, burnout, and a feeling of being stuck. No fun, right? This is where our word of the year comes into play. It simplifies things. It takes all of our big, complex goals and aspirations, that vision that we have for ourselves, and it distills them into a single guiding principle. When faced with decisions, we can ask ourselves, does this align with my word? Does it bring me closer to the essence of what I want this year to be about? 
When we choose a word of the year and keep it top of mind, we navigate through the noise and clutter of daily life with more ease. Now, of course, it doesn't mean that we won't face challenges or have to tackle unexpected tasks. I think we all know that curveballs aren't going anywhere. But it does mean that we have a clear guiding light to guide our choices, to reduce our overwhelm, and to keep us on a path that leads to a fulfilling year instead of another 12 months of chaos. So what exactly is a word of the year? Well, it's a word you choose for yourself that encapsulates your intentions, aspirations, and what you hope to infuse into every aspect of your life over the coming year. Unlike New Year's resolutions, which are a list of things you want to do, a word of the year is more about setting an overall direction, a theme that you want to weave through your days. A word of the year isn't just any word. You don't want to be random. You don't want to just pick something out of a hat. Instead, think of it, think of your word of the year as your personal North Star. In the chaos of daily life and the multitude of decisions we have to make, this word helps to keep you aligned with what truly matters most to you. Now, let's get to the heart of it. How to choose your word and then make it work for you. So like I said, this isn't about picking the first word that pops into your head, although the first word that pops into your head might be an amazing fit. But instead, it's about finding a word that truly resonates with who you are and who you aspire to be. Start by setting aside some quiet time for reflection. Maybe grab a journal or just a piece of paper. Think about the areas of your life that you want to focus on or change. It could be your health, your career, your relationships, your personal growth, or maybe your overall work-life balance, whatever that looks like for you. So start by reflecting on the past year and ask yourself, what went well? What didn't? What do you wish you could change or achieve in the year ahead? These are pretty similar to the questions that we walked through during the Ready, Set, Goals goal-setting workshop. And as you ask yourself these questions, think about what you need the most in the next 12 months. Is it patience, strength, joy, creativity? What word embodies the journey that you want to undertake? Maybe you want to focus on growth in your career, your personal skills, or your relationships. Maybe it's courage that you need to take those bold steps that you've been hesitant to take. Or it could be serenity, especially if last year felt like a roller coaster and you're seeking some peace and calm and balance. And if your word is balance, it might remind you to seek equilibrium between work and play or to find harmony in your physical and emotional well-being. You might find it helpful to write down a few words that come to mind. Don't rush it. Let these words sit with you for a while. Say them out loud. Feel them. The right word will resonate with you. It will feel like a fit. Once I come up with the word that feels right for me, I like to let it marinate a bit to make sure that it's not just a snap decision or something that just felt right in that particular moment. And choosing a word also isn't about predicting exactly what will happen in the year ahead. Instead, it's about setting an intention Again, for the type of journey that you want to embark on. It's setting an intention for what you want your year to look like, to feel like. 
And it's a way to focus your energy on what matters most and to stay aligned with your true self, even when life gets busy or challenging. Your word of the year should resonate with you. It should make you feel something, maybe even ignite a spark within. When you think about this word, it should remind you, it should make you think about what you want to experience in the year ahead. So once you've chosen your word, it's time to bring it into your daily life. And this is crucial. Your word of the year isn't just for today or for the month of January. It's your companion. It's your bestie for the entire year. It's definitely not helpful to go through the process of choosing a word of the year only to write it on a sticky note that falls off of your desk, gets thrown away, and never sees the light of day again. Here are a few ways to keep your word front and center. Write it down where you can see it every day, maybe with dry erase marker on your bathroom mirror, on a notepad on the fridge, or you can even make wallpaper for your phone. Include your word in your vision board so you've got another visual reminder of your word alongside pictures that represent your goals. This is incredibly powerful. You could also share your word with friends or family. And better yet, ask them what their word of the year is and why. You can also regularly check in with yourself and ask yourself, how is your word guiding your choices and actions? You can even make this a part of your workday startup or shutdown routines or your weekly planning session. Looking back, how did I live my word of the year this week? You can also write your word of the year at the top of your big picture year calendar. When I designed the 2024 Big Picture Year Calendar Collection, I created a special place right at the top to write your word of the year so it's visible all year long as you're planning and reviewing and living your year. And if you haven't grabbed your 2024 Big Picture Year Calendar yet, there is still time. I'll have the link for you over in the show notes or you can head straight to bigpictureyear.com. Remember, your word of the year is a tool not a rule. It's there to guide you, inspire you, and help you focus. It's okay if some days you stray away from it. It's okay if some days you are experiencing the opposite of your word. What matters is that it serves as a reminder that helps you move toward the life that you want to lead. So what will your word be? What chapter in your story are you going to write this year? Remember, there is no right or wrong choice here. It's about what resonates with you, what's meaningful for you, what challenges you, and what helps you grow. So there you have it. As we wrap up this episode, I encourage you to take the one word challenge. Pick a word of the year. Embrace it, live it, and let it guide you through the wonderful journey that awaits in the year ahead. Your word of the year is more than just a word. It's a reflection of your hopes, your dreams, and the path that you want to walk this year. It's a commitment to yourself and a promise to focus on what truly matters. And that's what this is all about, right? It's about spending time on what matters most to you. My favorite way to keep my word of the year front and center, top of mind all year long, is to write it at the top of my big picture year calendar. 
Back when I started big picture planning several years ago, I looked high and low for a calendar that could give me a simple year-at-a-glance view of all 12 months ahead. Something where I could really see what I had planned and make sure that I wasn't overloading myself and that I was being strategic and thoughtful about how I wanted to spend my time in the year ahead. But it was so hard to find one that wasn't, let me be frank, ugly. So last year, I created my own. It's called the Big Picture Year Planning Calendar, and it's exactly what you need to step into your year with a purposeful plan. And when I say big, I mean big. The Big Picture Year Planning Calendar comes in a three foot by two foot vertical layout and a two foot by three foot horizontal layout, so you can pick your favorite way to lay out your year. Plus, it comes in four colors, classic navy, hydrangea blue, peony pink, and cool gray, so it'll fit right in at home or in your workspace. In addition to having a space to plan out all 366 days of 2024, oh yeah, it's a leap year, each month also has a special spot to capture your focus for each month, and like I told you, a place to capture your 2024 word of the year. My 2024 word of the year is believe, and I know that having it visible all year long is going to be huge for driving my decisions. When you get your big picture, your planning calendar, you don't just get a calendar, you get access to the entire printable calendar collection. Oh yes, both layouts and all four calendars to choose from. And you can print as many as you want, plus a printing and supply guide so you'll have everything you need to plan your year right there at your fingertips. And did I mention that when you get your big picture planning calendar, you get a VIP invitation to the 2024 big picture planning party happening live on January 10th? To get your 2024 big picture year planning calendar, head to the show notes for this episode or go straight to bigpictureyear.com. So don't wait. Choose your word of the year. Grab your big picture year calendar now and be ready for whatever opportunities and adventures come your way. As always, all of the details from today's episode can be found over in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 207. All right, that's it for today. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.